This is the episode you've been waiting for. I'm giving you tons of juicy details from my month of travel to Thailand and the Maldives with my hubby. Plus, I'm filling you in on what this looked like for my business. It isn't what you think, what I think made this possible, and how you can use this as evidence that you can create more of what you want in life and business. I do a deep dive on upper limits, what that even is, and how to expand your own capacity for things to be really freaking good in life and business. This episode is going to help you lean into the belief that the better it gets, the better it gets, and help you to shift your mindset around the amount of abundance, success, and love that is available to you always. You're listening to One Simple Shift, and I'm your host, Amanda Joyce Weber, the mindset coach and business mentor that believes it is possible to have a beautiful, balanced life and a successful, thriving business. In fact, what if success wasn't as complicated as everyone was making it out to be? What if the magic formula you've been looking for has been you all along? Each week, I cut through the noise and bring you one simple, actionable mindset shift you can implement today to completely transform the way you show up daily and the results you see because of it. All success starts with the right mindset, and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. Hello, hello, my simple shifters. I hope you're having an incredible week. Now, I know I promised you that I would do an episode where I recapped my amazing trip to Thailand and the Maldives and tell you all about how December went for me. And I am so excited to finally share that with you. So that is what we're going to recap at the beginning of this episode. I'm going to fill you in on all the juicy details and really just expand your own capacity to hold the good things. I really do believe that by sharing these kind of things that are expansive to me, you get to be in that energy as well. And it's also really helping you to shift your own mindset around what is possible for you and allow you to really make space for the good in your own life and business, which is what we're going to be talking about today. So I'm going to be diving into That idea of expanding your capacity for good in life and business in the new year. So this is something that has been coming up for me a lot lately, and it's something that I noticed that I really have to pay attention to and really look for the pattern around where it is that I'm hitting that upper limit. And we're going to talk about what that means and how you can spot that in your own life and business as well. But when I talk about an upper limit, the book that I am referencing here is The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. This is an incredibly impactful book that really has made such a big difference in the way I think about my own mindset, in the way that I coach, and so many other incredible ripple effects that I've had since reading this book. So I'm really excited to share that with you. I'm really excited to dive into all of this today. And as always, I thank you so much for being here, and I'm just so grateful for you. So let's dive in because I want to tell you all about this trip. It was absolutely incredible. And I do not use those words lightly, but essentially we were traveling from December 4th through 
the 24th, we got back to the States, but we actually went to my family's house out in San Diego for Christmas and were able to spend the holidays with them, which was lovely in its own way. And then finally got back to Denver on the 29th. So we were essentially traveling for almost a full month, which was incredible and tiring in its own way, but mostly incredible. So that was just really eye-opening for me, I guess is the word I want to use, because I think I really hesitated to take that much time away from my desk, away from, you know, doing business as I normally would. And there was definitely some fear to work through there, especially because, I mean, we're traveling during the time of COVID. So there's a whole extra level of mindset work that really went into making this trip possible because, of course, there were restrictions and documents we had to have and you know tests we had to have to be able to enter enter certain countries and be able to transfer in certain countries and it really did add a whole different level of complexity to the travel experience so I just want to say from the get-go this whole taking the month of December to travel was definitely an interesting mindset experiment and that's really how I looked at it is I was really very locked in on this trip is happening whether it happens now or we have to reschedule it and it happens in the future but like that was the vision that I was holding right and I think that that made it so much more possible for me to believe that it would actually happen to keep taking those next steps right to keep believing like okay this is all gonna work out it's going to work out perfectly for me exactly how it's meant to and to really believe that this could all work out and happen and of course it did but really just such a interesting mindset hurdle to even get to that point right so once we got through all of the logistics and all of that kind of stuff it was really just truly so incredible we flew oh my gosh we had like 30 hours of travel I think on the way there and it was so incredible we had like an eight hour layover in Qatar and they have a Harrods there so my husband and I were able to get high tea at like 9 p.m. at night or something like that because that was when our plane had landed and we were hungry and we were like they're they serve high tea like let's do this like that's amazing right um so just had a really delicious meal there which was honestly like one of my favorite moments from the trip and it gets better I know but like really when I think back on it and I think about the highlights like these are the moments that stand out to me these are the moments that were like oh this is so cool this is so freaking good so had tea, checked into the airport hotel because our layover was about nine hours. We were able to get some sleep there. And then we had a 1.30 a.m. flight or 2.30 a.m. flight. I don't know. I just remember thinking, okay, it's going to be like 7 a.m. when we land in Thailand. And I really want my body to like be adjusted and like awake. So I, they had a Starbucks in the airport, which is wild to me. You can get Starbucks pretty much everywhere these days and I was like okay I'm getting a vanilla latte and I'm gonna pretend that like 2 a.m is the new 7 a.m right so that was just like I was so ready to like get there and not be jet lagged and all of the things right 
So we did get to Thailand and our first hotel that we stayed at was just so incredible. It had this really beautiful infinity pool that was kind of across the road from the beach. So when you were at that pool, you could look out and you could see the beach. And it was also really lovely because you really felt like you were in the center of things. Like just like things happening, right? So there were lots of local shops and local restaurants and lots of vendors along the beach and all that kind of amazing stuff. And the sunsets, oh my gosh, I cannot even communicate how gorgeous these sunsets were. Just like the perfect cotton candy sunsets and that like really rich orange color that would fill the sky right as it was like getting darker and darker. Oh my gosh. Just like such rich, beautiful colors. Of course, I mean, background as a designer, of course, I'm going to talk to you about the colors, but... But it was just so incredible and really just had an amazing time there. I felt like the location that we stayed at for our first hotel totally made it because we really felt like, you know, we could walk to things. We were so close to the beach. We could go swimming. We were able to spend time by the pool. They had really gorgeous grounds. So if you didn't want to be in that infinity pool, which was like a little more like hip, there was an area that was like a little more secluded. And we just spent time there really relaxing, right? And it's so interesting when I think about this part of the trip, because my mindset going into this trip was like, okay, I am going to like all of my clients knew that I was away. All of my clients knew that um, I was not taking calls in the month of December and they got a bonus month of base camp support, which is where we communicate. And that's just what felt really good to me during that time. So they still felt supported. So I knew that I was working in that capacity. I was checking in there, but I also didn't want to put like an immense amount of pressure on myself to like have to get everything done before I left and like have to like check everything off the list right and I just really wanted to go into this trip knowing if I had to like answer an email or two by the pool or send a few follow-ups or whatever that looked like like that was okay for with me right like I was going to be fine answering emails by the pool. Like I love doing that. That's like basically my happy place right there. So um, it was just so interesting to me how that looked because there was just so much more ease surrounding it. And of course, I'll talk in another episode about how ease is my word of the year and how I'm really leaning into that more this year. But just found that that was just such a beautiful process for me in just being able to follow up on a few things in the business that really felt important to me that stood out, but not having a huge pressure around it or not feeling like, you know, this immense amount of guilt for stepping away or anything like that. So I think that the point I'm trying to communicate here is really that I was able to step away from the business and do it in a way that felt really good to me. And I think that's one of those things that I'm like so incredibly proud of myself for when it comes to basically taking this entire month to travel. And I think it's so interesting because often when we think about people like traveling the world or having a business that supports that, like most of the time their model, their business model is not one-on-one, right? And I think it's just so important for us to see that like you can make whatever you want 
happen, right? Like it's all possible. Yes, you might have to solve some different problems. Yes, it might have to look slightly different for you depending on your business and how you support your clients and all of that kind of good stuff. But I think I'm really proud of the fact that I was really able to take this time in a way that felt good. And that is like so, so important. And I'm just like bringing that reminder with me in the new year here. So let's see. Oh, which brings me to my next point, which is that December was actually my absolute best month in business last year, which is wild, right? And so exciting. And I'm just so thrilled to share that with you because I think it's really freaking cool. And what I mean by that is I think it's cool because I think sometimes we hear that and we almost don't believe it, right? We're almost like, yeah, yeah, of course it was, right? But like, we're really quick to write that off and we're really quick to be like, yeah, okay, like that's possible for them, but it's not possible for me kind of um, mindset behind it, which is why I really want to share this with you because I want to share exactly how that happened. So December was my absolute best month, well, best month last year, but also my best month in the coaching business ever, which is pretty freaking cool too. But I think a lot of people would think, oh my gosh, that must mean that you worked all the time that whole trip and you probably didn't enjoy yourself. And like we jumped to these conclusions and none of those are true, but I think it's so fascinating. And this is the part that I think a lot of people probably don't share, but the groundwork for that was laid before I went on this trip. And that is just so important. Like we ran so many events leading up to me taking December off. We probably had an event going on in my business, some sort of conversion event going on every single month. I mean, I'm thinking this probably started in August I think August was when I was like, okay, we're going to go really hard on doing these kind of like conversion events. This is what feels good to me. This is what I want to run with. And it's so interesting because we hear best month in December and we're like, oh my gosh, how did she do that? She must've been on calls the whole time. But this is why I tell you guys all the time that like it takes 90 days to even tell if your marketing is working. So it's so interesting to look at how the groundwork for that best month in December was laid way before December actually hit. So yes, I was sending a few follow-up emails by the pool and yes, I had taken calls like I went really hard on taking sales calls right up until right before I left. So I definitely knew I had warm leads out there, but that is just so interesting to me. I'm fascinated by it, right? And I'm the one living it, but it's just so interesting to me that that energy of like being in that ease and really making that choice to release and surrender. And I know there, those are words that like us type A creative entrepreneurs really just don't like those words. We're like, but let's get things done and let's make money and let's, let's like hit big goals in the business. And I totally get that. Right. But I think it's just so interesting that like the groundwork was laid leading up to December. And then December was the month that I was like, cool. All right. Like I have laid the groundwork. I pretty much the only thing left to do here is is release, is to surrender, to trust. And this is honestly one of the hardest parts for me. Like (laughs) I have such a hard time releasing sometimes. And this was just that moment where I knew that I just had to let go. And it's funny, I think this happened last December too. I think I shared a podcast episode with you 
last year about how something very similar happened, how I really released this idea of getting this one particular project out before Christmas break and decided to go for a run instead and clear my head and all of this kind of great stuff and then like landed a slew of clients. So I just think that that's so interesting that this pattern of just like releasing and surrendering just keeps coming up for me as being just a really important part of my process, I guess, really being something that I'm learning is part of my manifestation process is part of what allows me to have the thriving life in business. And if this is not something that is familiar to you, or you really haven't leaned into that ease and surrender in your own business, and look, I'm not saying sit on your hands by any means, but I do think sometimes that pushing, forcing, go, go, go energy that we bring to things really makes it harder for more of what we want to flow in. So this was just such a a beautiful example of that for me and just so exciting to see. And then 2021 was actually my best year ever in business as well. So that is also really exciting. I am over here celebrating that big time and just feels so freaking good to share with you because my goal here is really to expand what is what you believe to be possible for you right and that is why I think that sharing these things like having my best month in business while taking the month of December to travel is really important to share with you because I want you to know that it's possible I want you to know that like I am not a unicorn you can have that too and I really believe that with the right support more of what you want is possible right and all of it is possible so Just so excited to share that with you. I wanted to pop in here real quick and let you know that as this podcast episode airs, I only have a limited number of Future You coaching spots available. Now, Future You is my six-month one-on-one coaching program designed to help you own your expertise, put yourself out there, gain visibility, and close sales on repeat so that you can truly thrive in life and business. That is my goal. That is what I absolutely love supporting my clients in because to me, it isn't just only about helping them to reach their next big financial milestone, although that is definitely part of it. I really want you to thrive in life and business. I don't believe in a one size fits all method. I don't believe in a blueprint. I really believe in you, your goals, your business, and the personalized and specific support to you and your mindset challenges that is going to help you to achieve more of what you want in life and business. So this has absolutely everything to do with what we are talking about on the podcast today. I really believe that you get to thrive. You get to have the life and business that you desire. And sometimes the only thing standing in our way there is us. Most of the time it is, right? So that is why mindset is so incredibly important. And that is why that is really the most important part of the work that I do with my clients. So I am all about supporting you in taking more of the right actions in your business, and that means getting in the right mindset. And this is the support to really help you spot your blind spots, spot where you've been holding yourself back, and really help you step into future you, step into that version of yourself that has the life and business you desire. So 
I would absolutely love to support you. If you are interested in learning more about Future You Coaching, you can head to my website at amandajoyceweber.com forward slash future dash you. I know that's kind of long-winded. We'll drop it in the show notes. And if you are interested in seeing what coaching with me is like, if you'd like to get a taste of that, you can definitely head over and book a clarity call. So you can book that at amandajoyceweber.com forward slash clarity call. And I would just love to talk to you, hear about where you are in your business, what's going on, what you're struggling with most, and where you're headed, what you really desire, and how we can make that happen. So again, amandajoyceweber.com slash clarity call, grab a time that works for you, and I cannot wait to support you on that free 30-minute call. Let's see, what else do I want to tell you about the trip? So... I guess we were gone, so 20 days total, including travel. And then, so 10 days in Thailand, I think eight in the Maldives, and probably lost about two to travel days there. Probably more to travel, but I can't can't remember it all. It's all like a blur at this point, right? Um, But we switched hotels in Thailand about halfway through and really just felt like we got the best of both worlds there. Um, I felt like the first hotel we stayed at was really like, in the middle of things. I had like the best mango smoothie of my life over in that um, neighborhood in Phuket. It was just so amazing. Um, We got fried chicken for breakfast one morning because we saw all these like locals lining up. We went out to get coffee, not even like breakfast. And the coffee shop was actually like closed, but we saw all these locals like lining up for fried chicken. And I was like, okay, like let's just get fried chicken, right? And got fried chicken, went and sat on the beach to eat breakfast on the beach with our fried chicken. And it was just, I don't know. That was one of those moments where I was like, this was not at all how we planned for this to go. But this is like why you travel is to have these incredible experiences and to have really good food and all of this. So um, that was just one of those kind of like spur of the moment things that I absolutely loved. Um, and then just had oh so much good food. Um, just really amazing food in general. Like food is the way to my heart. I freaking love it. So, so much good, um, like curry and just like, oh, so good. Let's see what else. So we went to a second hotel in Thailand. That was like a totally different vibe. It was definitely more upscale, a little bit, maybe like more traditional upscale. The other one was more like hip trendy upscale. And then that was an incredible experience just because the grounds were so incredibly beautiful. Like you felt like you were in this like beautiful jungle location where they had these like gorgeous like elephant statues that were spitting water out of their snout into the pool that overlooked the beach and once again amazing sunsets. So really just a totally different vibe and really more of a relaxation kind of vibe there. So that was cool just to see the best of both worlds there and really get to see just a totally different experience, have a totally different experience at a different hotel. And then I think I shared with you like this Thailand part was like added on later um, in the planning process. So the whole point of planning this trip was originally to go to the Maldives and that had been on my vision board for ages. There is still a picture of like the overwater bungalow that I'm looking at right now. And I, I was just like, I really want to have this experience. I really want to have that overwater bungalow. 
And that was like the whole point, right? So we had added on the Thailand part because we figured if we're traveling for like 20 whatever hours, we might as well go somewhere else while we're over there. But once we got to the end of Thailand, I started getting so excited for the Maldives. So, so, so excited. I woke up the morning that we were checking into our hotel and I literally had butterflies. Not literally. Okay. I had butterflies in my stomach because I was so excited. It was like Christmas morning because it had been this, this experience I had been waiting for. And it was like finally here. I was so excited. So the part that I did not anticipate really enjoying as much as I did was the seaplane. So it's actually kind of wild. You fly into the like main airport on the island that the main airport is on but all of the other kind of islands in the Maldives the resorts like each have their own property so they each have their own island so depending on where you're staying sometimes you get there via speedboat sometimes you get there via seaplane which is what we did and I I I wasn't sure about the seaplane. I'll be completely honest with you. I was like, I don't know how this is going to go because I typically have a pretty big fear of flying. So that was an experience. Let me tell you, taking off from the water and landing in the water. But I think the excitement really weighed out here. So like all of that fear really turned to excitement and I was just so ready. So it was just such an incredible experience. It was one of those things where I really wasn't going to what it was one of those things where I really wasn't sure how it was going to go and then thought it was like the coolest thing ever. So <laughs> that was really awesome. And then the our overwater bungalow itself. Oh my goodness. <laughs> like Oh my goodness. It was exactly what I had pictured. Just like these long stretches of boardwalk with the bungalows that were over the water. We had this really beautiful um, bungalow that had two, um, what are they called? Like French doors, I think that opened up to our own patio with two deck chairs there and a stairway that led down to a ladder where you could get right into the ocean, like right from our bungalow. Oh my gosh, I cannot even tell you. So freaking amazing. So my husband and I spent time out there just like really enjoying our bungalow. It was so cool. You didn't even have to like go anywhere. Like, yes, they had a gorgeous beach on the island as well. And yes, they had a pool, but like so amazing that you could just be in your bungalow. And then when you were warm, you could just go take a dip in the ocean. Like so amazing. So that was truly incredible. They also had this, um, this glass shower. It was like a door that opened up to the outside patio, right? So it was opaque at the bottom. But when you were showering, you could look out the window and see the ocean and the other bungalows and just like really, really cool to be able to look out at that gorgeous landscape while you were showering. Like that was a total highlight for me. So that was amazing. And then the other thing I wanted to talk about was the resort had an underwater restaurant and I really wasn't sure. I was like, okay, this might be a little hokey, but we'll see. And it ended up being such a cool experience. So it was basically like this glass, I don't know, like dome basically under the water. And you went down this little spiral staircase and we had lunch there, but it was like this really amazing 
like experience because it was a pre-course lunch, but we popped a bottle of bubbly and we were able to see the fish swim by while we ate. And we saw a like reef shark too, which was so cool. So it was just, ugh, I cannot, <laughs> I, I'm hoping that you understand how incredible this was because again, my goal here is really to help you to expand in like your own abundance and to really lock into what it is that you want and what it is that you desire and know that that is possible for you as well. So I'm hoping that this energy translates and that you really know that that is possible for you as well. So just such an incredible trip and so freaking good. So now that I have filled you in on all of that, which was probably way more than you actually wanted to know, but you know, I like you to feel like you were there. So anyway, so I want to talk about upper limit and what, what this trip did for me in terms of expanding my capacity for good, because this is something that I'm really paying attention to this year. And this is something that I want you to start noticing in your own life and business as well. So in this book that I was talking about earlier, um, The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, he talks about the upper limit problem, right? Or like the upper limit that we all have. And I'm going to read you a direct quote because there's no way that I could paraphrase it in a way that would make as much sense as the way he puts it in this book. But the idea is essentially that we all have a certain set capacity for how much good we will allow in our life at any given time. And when we start to get uncomfortable or we start to get past that upper limit, we often subconsciously start self-sabotaging because there is only like a certain amount of capacity that we hold for good and part of our job is to really start expanding our capacity for good so when we hit that upper limit to really start expanding that capacity for joy and abundance and success and all of that good stuff so this totally relates to the trip and what I'm going to talk about today and I it will all make sense (laughs) so bear with me but I just want to give you a little bit of this background first so Gay Hendricks describes the upper limit. Well, okay, so this is kind of mid-sentence, but he says, unfortunately, our thermostat setting usually gets programmed in early childhood before we can think for ourselves. Once programmed, our upper limit thermostat setting holds us back from enjoying all the love, financial abundance, and creativity that's rightfully ours. It keeps us at our zone of competence or at best our zone of excellence. It prevents us from living in the ultimate destination of the journey, our zone of genius. Okay, so basically this concept, and if you haven't read the book, he explains it way better than I'm going to. So definitely go read the book there because I think it is really helpful in stuff that we're not even going to have a chance to dive into in today's podcast episode because it would go on forever. But really this concept that in childhood, we have a setting or like a default setting, and he describes it in context of a thermostat, but a default setting for how much love, financial abundance, and creativity we allow in our lives, right? So this is super cool to notice, and this is super cool to look at because once you know that there is only that certain capacity for 
abundance and joy and all the things I mentioned, you can start to notice where you might be capping that, where you might be not allowing yourself to fully enjoy, right? To fully expand your capacity for all that good stuff, right? And he goes on to say, the art of getting beyond our upper limit problem has a lot to do with creating space within us to feel and appreciate natural good feelings. Okay, so now I'm going to tell you a story because this totally relates. So I think it was like three or four days into our Thailand trip. Just before we were about to switch hotels, I had been looking up weather in the Maldives because my sister-in-law, who we tra- we were traveling in the Maldives with my brother and sister-in-law, so we were meeting them there, and she had mentioned that the weather didn't look so great in the Maldives. So, of course, that got my brain thinking, okay, like I'm going to look up the weather to see what to expect. I cannot paint a rainier picture of what this looked like. Like it was a 90% chance of rain every single day on the weather app that I was on. And it was like, it wasn't like, you know how sometimes in the Caribbean it's like a thunderstorm and then it goes away and it's like really just not a big thing because it's sunny the rest of the time. So like rains for 15 minutes and then it's gone. No, this was like, you looked at the hourly forecast and it was like 60% chance of rain, 70% chance of rain, 80% chance of rain, 90% chance of rain, 100, 100, 100, 100 with like thunderstorm icons, right? And I think my brain freaked out. No, I know my brain freaked out, right? Because here I was having this experience of a lifetime in Thailand with gorgeous weather and absolutely amazing things. And I hit that upper limit. And all of a sudden, I started going into the what ifs, right? What if it rains the whole time? What if it isn't as enjoyable as I think it's going to be? What if this isn't the trip I thought it would be? What if I'm going to wish I stayed in Thailand? Let me tell you, that feels so real (laughs) when you are in it, right? And I think this is the interesting thing around upper limits is Just because you know it's an upper limit doesn't necessarily mean that it feels any less real or less intense at the time. So all of a sudden, my brain is going, okay, well, like, can we reschedule the trip? Can we stay in Thailand? What's the cancellation policy with the hotel? No, my brother and sister-in-law are flying, like, across the world (laughs) in a week to meet us there. So this would have been, like, a really shitty thing to do to back out and, like, change our entire trip at that point right but yeah my brain was like so had like such this upper limit had such this set amount of capacity for good I guess is the best way that I can describe it that it it like couldn't see a possibility well we got there I got there eventually right but it I had such a difficult time seeing a possibility where that wasn't true, where it wouldn't rain the whole time, where it wouldn't, this like forecast would turn around, right? Because it looked pretty bleak. So this is the moment, like these are the moments to lean into your mindset work. These are the moments where when you start doing mindset work, you're able to catch your patterns, you know them, right? So like I knew this was an upper limit problem. I knew that (laughs) that I did not actually want to reschedule this trip, that I did not actually want to, you know, change everything and go through that whole like goodness I can't even imagine how much um things I would have had to change at that point but 
it still felt very real. It still felt like, oh my gosh, um, I was, this is also an interesting point, how quickly our brains will revert back to previous experiences, right? So we like to go back to like experiences that we had in the past and like almost make that mean something about the future, if that makes sense. So I was going back in my head to the trip that we had taken, Brian and I had taken last I guess it was summer. So last summer to Michigan and it had poured the entire time. Like we camped for part of that trip and it like downpoured. We stayed in a really great hotel that was like right on the lake for part of it. And it like rained the majority of the time. And I was so quick to go back to that place of, oh my gosh, this is going to be just like that all over again, right? And lucky for me, I... (laughs) I do enough of this mindset work to spot it. And I was like, no, this is an upper limit problem. This is the part to lean into. Everything is going to work out perfectly for me. I can hold this much joy. I can hold this much abundance. I can hold space for everything working out. All of the things, right? And this is where I had to do that work. So that is so fascinating to me, right? So this is why I want to share this with you because this was such a great example of me bumping up against that upper limit, right? Bumping up against this like, is this real life? Does it get to be this good? And my brain kind of freaking out. Now, I'm again, I want to mention it like felt so real at the time that and of course it was real, but like it felt so intense at the time that when you're in that, it's really hard to see that it's an upper limit problem sometimes or it's really hard to see like this is just like my brain making this a big thing. And that like that's where you that like doing this work pays off big time because you get to see those patterns, you get to notice those and you can you know how to shift them. And I think that's where the mindset work comes in and that's where these mindset shifts really make a difference is because I was able to say, okay, cool, this is an upper limit problem. I am going to believe that it's all going to work out. Now, the most amazing part about this is the weather was gorgeous. It rained once, literally once, while I was in my massage. (laughs) And oh my gosh, I forgot to tell you about the massage. Okay, the massage was amazing because it was like a body scrub and then a back massage. But they had you, it like, uh, how do I describe this? So each massage room was like its own over water bungalow. And as you lay on the massage table, there was a little window in the floor looking down so you could see the fish swimming by as you were getting a massage. Like, oh my gosh, mind blowing, right? So freaking cool. So that was an incredible experience. And it rained while I was getting my massage, right? So I didn't really care. It was over by the time I was out of my massage. And that was it. That was literally the only time it rained. And it's funny because I asked like multiple people. I was I was doing research on my, my upper limit here. I asked multiple people how the weather um, was, had been when we landed, so both like the the people who picked us up from the airport and then um, when we checked into the hotel and they were like, actually, it hasn't been that good. Um, it's been raining every day. And I was like, OK, so like I was looking up the right forecast. Right. <laughs> but they were like, but we think it's going to turn around. Right. Gorgeous. Absolutely freaking gorgeous. Right. And I'm not saying I can control the weather or anything like that. Um, but I do think that 
having that capacity for good, expanding that capacity for good, realizing it was an upper limit problem, shifting my mindset around it, and just, I mean, not freaking out, not rebooking the trip, not doing anything like wild there, and just like trusting that it was going to work out was like the best work I could have done there. And that is why this story I wanted to share with you because like imagine how that would have played out. Like imagine if I had like uprooted my entire trip, decided to stay longer in Thailand, canceled on my brother and sister-in-law, like all of that stuff, right? Not saying that that would have been the best plan anyway, but like even if even if I had done that, I would have missed out on an incredible trip. And it only rained once, once while I was getting my massage. So I think that my point being like, I had no idea how that was actually going to play out, but that is why mindset work makes a difference because the mindset work was what allowed me to keep taking the actions in alignment with what I wanted, which you know that I talk about all of the time on the podcast as it relates to business, as it relates to life. And of course, this is a heavy on the life side example, but I want you to see how this actually plays out and how this actually applies because there are so many different instances of this that show up in our life and businesses on a regular basis where, I mean, heck, it could be like a sales call that cancels or something like that, right? And if you, if the belief you have there supports that being like, you know, the end of your business or no one wants to talk to you or no one wants to get on a sales call or whatever beliefs are showing up there. If if you're not doing the mindset work to flip that, the action to follow up with that person or to go out and um, get more sales calls or all of those actions that support you in getting more of what you want, which is leads and clients, are going to feel so much more difficult to take. And I mean, you're flat out just not going to take them, right? So this is why noticing these, and of course that one's a little more fear related to not so much upper limit, but I, I mean, all this stuff works together. So this is why I want to share this with you, because this is something that I am leaning into big time in 2022. something that I'm really just noticing and expanding my capacity for good in life and business in so many different areas and really paying attention to that. Where am I allowing myself to do that? And where am I kind of capping that? So there was another quote by Gay Hendricks that I love that said, I expand in abundance, success, and love every day as I inspire those around me to do the same. So that is really what I wanted to do for you in this podcast episode. I hope that came across. I hope you found this inspiring and that it really inspired you to start looking at where you might be limiting your own happiness and your own capacity for good and joy in your life and business. So I wanted to give you a journal exercise. I know this once again has turned into a long podcast episode. You guys, I swear I try to keep these short and then this happens, but I want you to ask yourself. So in your journal, I want you to write, where am I limiting my happiness and my capacity for good? And then how can I expand my capacity for good in my life and business? So really just take it that extra step, write that down in your journal, really look at those thoughts that come up. And I really invite you to expand your own capacity for good in life and business this year as well. So as always, if you love this podcast episode, do me a favor, screenshot it 
and share it out on Instagram stories. Tag me at Amanda Joyce Weber. I always love to hear that you guys are listening and enjoying these and it just warms my heart and makes me so freaking happy. So thank you again for tuning in. I hope you have an incredible week and I will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to One Simple Shift. Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at amandajoyceweber.com slash shift. If you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews truly mean the world to me, helping me to reach more people and have more impact. And as a special thanks, we'll reach out to everyone that leaves a review and you'll receive my absolutely free life and business changing future you meditation. This mindset exercise is the simplest, easiest way to tap into future you today and start being that woman now. I only wish I had a visualization exercise like this when I first started my business and now it's available to all of you. Simply screenshot your review and email it to me at amanda at amandajoyceweber.com to receive your free meditation. And remember, sometimes the only thing standing in the way of a more profitable business and a more fulfilling life is one simple shift. And then the other thing I wanted to talk about is, hold on, where was I going with this?